yeah, yeah, exactly. Gotta have it. And they're working on medical shop or retail shops coming in. Of course, they would legalize it, but there's just I think less of a demand. They uh, made it so everyone can grow over 21. Oh, cool. Everyone can grow up to like three, maybe five plants. <coughs> so people, you know, a lot of people growing their own weed. I think. So, which is cool. And it's like legal to gift up to an ounce. It's like written in the legislature. Okay. So That's how it is here too, right? I don't know. I don't know about that. Maybe. I've been under the impression that we can't, like you can't buy weed for somebody else. Or maybe you can give them weed though. Says who? That's the thing. <laughs> yeah, of course. Says who? Says, yes. Of says, course, says who? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the liquor board's got this crazy idea that weed can't be sold without them. Yeah. Yeah. They, well, of course they, they do. Came up with that shit, but yeah, they they think if you don't have a license, you can't sell weed. Yeah. Yeah, crazy idea. Well, how would they get money if you sold weed and they didn't know about it? Right. Government's only in your business when they want your money right. and your morals. No, that's it. Hello. How's it going? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Very astounding, nice. fantastic, Good morning. unbelievable. Hey, pup, you like barn? She'd live oh, here forever. Ooh, I gotta get a photo of that. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, little breeze. Yeah, sessions, huh? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I wanna do a sessions launch sessions party. Sessions is a session. <laughs> yeah. Do a big smoke session, have a nice launch party. You know, be able to do that. It's coming out this month, so I'm really excited. Okay. But We'll see. Incorporate it all together. Yeah, but we'll see. I've never had a birthday uh, in my life, so uh, a birthday party in my life, so I doubt it's going to happen anytime soon. But really? I say every year. You've never yeah. had a birthday party. Never had a birthday party. As a sad existence, his birthday's my favorite holiday of the whole year. It's a Halloween birthday. Oh, I would never stop. I have to say, though, I am living the dream. I'm here interviewing you. We're sitting right next to the, one of the greatest views ever and one of the coolest farms growing some of the coolest weed. I, I mean, technical, it's though. True. You know? yeah. it's true. We're having it, all. it couldn't be better. It's a really, yeah, it's a really exciting situation for sure. She's, uh, she's having so much fun. Ooh, yeah, Team Patrol. <laughs> well, this is my property. <laughs> she's having fun. Yeah, she's a happy girl. How many how many of those are muckle shoot boxes? Really? Bullshit, so we quit. Sold fucking his portion of the company to his partner and set up his own studio at his house. And he's just making these there now. Wow. Yeah, but he only does like he does like one a couple a month. And he's got a list, like, a thousand people long trying to get him. Mm -hmm. There was one he put up last night. He put it up there asking 10 grand, fucking within minutes sold. Wow. That is super cool. Yeah, this is six pieces of glass to make this one ball. And it's going to be substantial and not break and be crappy, and that's why you don't want to gouge it out with a bunch of metal. <laughs> I just want to scratch it. Right? Because... He sells these for thirty-two fifty. Wow. Yeah. I didn't pay that much. No. I'm special. <laughs> you are special. <laughs> you'll resell it for more than you pay.
Uh-huh. I bet you could put it up. Well, not even that, even more, because Mad Marks used it with Mad Marks weed in it, right? Right. So, yeah, it makes it even more. This thing is going nowhere. You got some auction options. <laughs> no, these fuckers have turned me into an art collector. Okay, so why don't you introduce yourself, say who you are, where we are, what you do, and why you do it. You hold on. Do I gonna, like, hold the button or some shit? No. Or is it just ready to go? It's just ready to go? Mm-hmm. Hold on. Hey, this is Mad Mark. You guys are on a tour at Madmark Farms, and I smoke weed. <laughs> and I sell weed too, secondary to smoking weed. I think we'll just start over. I think we're perfect because my light's moving now. Okay. So, yeah. Perfect. All right. There's a green light on the mic. There's a green light on the mic. There was not a green light on the mic. That's probably a good thing. Yeah, we like the green light. The light's helpful. Hell yeah. All right. So, we're starting over? Yeah. I'm waiting for this car. <laughs> yeah. Cavalier with the racing stripes. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Is that your neighbor? <laughs> no, my neighbor's a fucking tweaker. <laughs> oh. A fucking asshole. Yeah, I was trying to get him to sell me a little fucking .23 acres of land, and he's like, no, I don't want no fucking weed farm next to me. It'd be an eyesore. Lower my property value. And I'm like, bro, you got a burned out tweaker shack. You got a shitty looking ass fucking barn. You live in a mobile home, and you got a garage that's about to fall over. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, you're an idiot. <laughs> That's the trouble with living on a farm, is your neighbors, they might be far away, but a lot of times they're up to no good. Oh, yeah. Especially, yeah, there's a lot of fucking meth heads out here. Seriously, yeah, that's part of farm life, unfortunately. It's one of the the struggles of our country that kind of goes unseen is that these, you know, meth heads are in the middle of the country just hanging out, minding their own business. Minding their own business, air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> they're monsters. Yeah, there's a bunch of meth monsters up in the hills by my other house, too. Yeah, they are. But I had an ex-girlfriend who was a junkie that worked there, so there are a bunch of junkies working at Trader Joe's, so there's a, that. A bunch or just the one? There's junkies everywhere. No, there's a bunch. A bunch. Yeah, they'd like go in the bathroom industry. and like do fucking lines of pills and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because junkies in every industry <laughs> problem. That's why we sell cannabis. That's why, that's why part of why I'm in the cannabis industry. It's a good way to get out of having to have some of those other junkie problems. It's an excellent alternative, and it at least probably cuts down on your junkiness. You know, be, you know do what you want, but <laughs> cannabis is definitely the safest alternative in getting high. I would, I would, uh, I would. Don't even get me started about sugar. Okay, well, it's nice and quiet. Why don't you introduce yourself? Hello, this is Mad Mark. Welcome to Mad Mark Farms. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's a beautiful sunny day here. We're just hanging out outside, smoking balls, talking about uh, marijuana or cannabis. I think they call it cannabis now. I think marijuana is like a bad word or something. (laughs) I had like a big thing about that. I was going to put marijuana on my package just because... It's more taboo. <laughs> That's how you kill the taboo. I, I call it cannabis. Amnesia works real good. <laughs> so call it cannabis. This versus that. That's the conversation. Uh, Ian from Ike's calls it pot. He has a pot shop. Um, marijuana from the 70s. Mary Jane from deep in the 70s. I don't know. I think you can call it whatever. Loud or some shit. I don't even know. <laughs> Fire. Chronic. That was out there for a, while. for a while. Yeah. Chronic is kind of an old word that's coming back. Yeah, that was fucking, what was that? I was like a small child buying Dr. Dre's The Chronic. Yeah. Yep. 
You know, I mean, there's all kinds of different ways, joys and loves of cannabis and degrees of participation with cannabis. Now, how long have you been doing this? Start with, in the beginning, not legal, were you in medical? And I got my questions out, so I don't have to remember stuff now. I'm good. <laughs> you I'm going to remember that? <laughs> okay, so. Smoke amnesia all day. All, all day. <laughs> so, um, um, no, so when I, did you I get got, into it? I got started with cannabis back in, like, seventh grade. My friends were smoking cannabis, and I was like, you guys are fucking idiots. Get away from me. <laughs> and then uh, I didn't smoke weed until I was, like, probably, like, 17 or something like that. 17, 18 like towards the end of my high school and then as soon as I started smoking weed my grades plummeted go figure yeah Mr. Yuck on all of my fucking shit is because like it's not good it does (laughs) challenge like you know (laughs) to perform on a normal level while being stoned you know it's it's kind of a little fun you know yeah you have functioning stoners for those people who are where life is just way too easy as it is you know yeah try getting stoned on top of it yeah <laughs> so this brings you to no, <laughs> okay. So um, and then so yeah, I started. Uh, I was I like smoking weed. Obviously, who doesn't like smoking weed? So then uh, I started going poor from it because it was really expensive. Mm-hmm. And then it was like hard to find and shit too. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that's when I picked up my cigarette habit. Actually, the only reason I started so I, like I used to like throw my dad's packs of cigarettes away when I was like a child, and I was like super anti-cigarette. And then uh, I couldn't afford pot, and so now I'm hooked on cigarettes. Oh. So now I'm going to die from the government not allowing me to fucking smoke cannabis. <laughs> Good Basically. thing it's legal now. I love it. Pretty much, though. Like, they gave me, like, a death sentence. They were like, oh, we don't want you doing this one thing here. Why don't you do this other one that's way fucking worse for you? Right. Way more addictive. Way more fucking carcinogenic. Way more fucking way worse on every fucking spectrum. Yep, true that. Thanks, true that. Thanks, guys. Yeah. Thank you. But there's a warning on the box, so that takes care of everything. I don't read well. <laughs> <laughs> Can't expect people in America to read anymore. Dude, we get, like, threatened daily with bullshit, so, like, I'm just, like, hardened to it. Like, I don't care. Like, so what? I'm going to get cancer when? Fucking 50 years from now? Who gives a shit? It's today. You know, like... That that's where I'm coming at. Like you know, everything's gonna fuck you up. Every other day, they got the new thing that's gonna hurt you. So, completely just don't care what they have to say. Totally, totally. I quit smoking cigarettes about a year ago. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, But one of my coworkers, you know, most most I would say about fifty percent at least of the folks in the cannabis industry and or who smoke cannabis smoke cigarettes as well. Um, we've been talking a lot about, I've got a coworker, him and his mom kind of both believe that cannabis use as heavy as they use almost not entirely offsets cigarettes, but justifies their cigarette use in that cannabis. (laughs) 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 You know, um, (laughs) eat enough RSO, um, and another coworker who's, you know, um, and I agree with this mantra is, you know, we're all going out, you know, might as well have some say in it. Mental health <laughs> is fucking enormous. So if you're, if you're like struggling and like you don't want to be healthy and your brain isn't performing correctly, you're not going to be healthy. So, you know, like if you can take a load off with a bowl and like relax and shit a little bit, you know, and up your quality of life, that would, you know probably equate to better health happiness is relative i'm not a doctor but whether like you know 
I, I don't know how smoking bowl actually relates into all that shit and like who knows the only thing that I really know is that we don't really know anything about anything like in the greater scheme of things like all the bullshit that they teach us right now could just go out the window 50, 100, 2,000 years from now you know like so the world's flat and <laughs> fucking this guy died for three days and came back and we're shit. not promoting like, flat earth <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe, fuck It's all perspective, you know It just depends on how you look at it And from what view and vantage point I think personally But I don't disagree that I don't think we got off the planet now that we're talking craziness I don't really believe we ha actually like put people into space Possibly, maybe I don't know Seems like I've heard a lot of shit Like the Russians, like shot so much shit up there so many people and animals and monkeys and caterpillars and shit and i don't believe like anything <laughs> lived right so, well like what are we doing that is that much different than yeah we're stomping around on the moon planting flags and shit like no nah, come on now well i think it's funny when people say we don't have to care for the earth here because we can terraform you know or we could do it on mars and i'm like we can't even figure out we can't even figure out we can't even figure out how to sustain food for ourselves here how do you think we're gonna make it happen somewhere else Not, not. <laughs> I don't even want to support the homeless people in Seattle. It's like Amazon. They're like, "Fuck, you trying to take twenty million from me? We're leaving." Like that shit's crazy. You hear about that? No. Did you hear about all that? The head head tax thing in Seattle? No. So they were gonna take eighty million dollars or something from the top grossing businesses in Seattle, and uh, to pay for the homeless camps and the clean needle stations and all the fucking shit like that. And. Uh, <laughs> Farm life. I know they're Farm loving life. each other. Dogs playing. They're loving each other. Hi. Oh, hey guys. Hi. Hey guys. Yeah, fun time. Oh, but anyways, yeah. So uh, they were going to be. I think Amazon was gonna have to pay like twenty million in taxes or something. And so they were, they're gonna move and, down. And, and they were like, "Fuck that shit. We're out." And yeah, then, that's perfect. Uh, well, the council passed it, and then the, there's just been like a massive uproar, and like people are fucking pissed. Like, everyone's mad. Like, how the fuck are you not going to be mad about that? You're going to favor for some people who need mental health treatment. You know, we want to give them somewhere free to stay and free drugs instead of actually treating the mental health concerns that are, like, going on there. A business that is providing the backbone for our economy here. Seattle's a booming city because of those businesses, not because of the homeless people here. It's just in, you know, unfortunate byproduct of the success that comes to you're gonna have handouts and then you give more handouts and you'll have more come that's why there is free addle right now because people don't want to fucking work they just come up here and fucking get given somewhere to live and i just i watched the wyatt Senac show have you seen that show mm -hmm. we're fucking uh on hbo yeah on hbo mm -hmm. it's the what the fuck show or whatever and like like yeah. he just did a i just saw a big episode on it on a fucking like the mental health issues and like the majority of people who are living on the street are going to have something that they need, you know? They obviously have some sort of issue that is preventing them from fucking interacting with normal society in a normal, you know, like nominal sort of way. So and why so is that's it we what can't be giving them fixed. RSO instead of giving them fake heroin? Oh, it's just, yeah, that You know, I mean, if we're having bullshit. a station where we're passing out stuff, we have cannabis that's now legal, why do we, and we have medical that we didn't pay enough attention to with the law. Yeah, people need help. So and, why would, but uh, see, why would a psychologist and I'm not that, you know, I, I'm not qualified to, you know, 
deem what type of help these people would need, but cannabis is supposedly a great tool to wean people off of addictions, off of heroin or opiates or you know, uh, uh, thing, things of that sort. So now that you grow flour and that you do it legally, did you do medical? Oh shit, I never even got to there. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, long story fucking short. Here we go, yeah. <laughs> this, is where, this is where I left off. Yeah, I was uh, 18 years old at college, ran out of money, started selling pot. And then I went to college for a long time and sold pot for fun just all over the place like I wasn't in any particular direction with my studies it was just yeah it was just you know it was just great yeah I just learned a lot of shit about a lot of things and it was really cool didn't take any classes lined up with any particular direction it was awesome um anyways and then I sold pot for a while and then I eventually just got sick of making that like 10% retail margin that used to be because you know that used to be like the retail margin was you'd make a little bit but you wouldn't make a whole lot buying and selling pot you know that yep. didn't never used to be the case where you would retail a product and make the most money off it it's where'd insane. you go to college i went to western and uw and highline yeah i sold a lot of weed to highline <laughs> i met some of my like biggest best drug dealer friends at highline that's hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so then I started growing weed. And my first crop was, like, ridiculously awesome. And I was like, wow, this is great. <laughs> and then I made some money off it. And I was like, wow, this is even better. Fuck 10%. <laughs> and then uh, I'd gotten up to just, like, I had two lights in a bedroom. And then I had a bedroom going in one of the other bedrooms in my house. And then uh, I got snitched on by somebody. Oh. Snitched on by the haters. Oh. <laughs> and, uh... Stupid haters. Yeah, so, like, a whole fucking battalion of fucking military police force came in and, like, booted down my door and, like, broke all my fucking windows and oh. dumped all my fucking garbage cans out in my sink and just basically, like, destroyed everything I fucking had and then stole everything that was worth any kind of money. Oh. Yeah, and then they auctioned all that shit off. And then they they were just like, thank you. Well, no, they didn't say thank you. It was more like, fuck you. (laughs) You know? But at least I didn't have to go to jail. Yeah. Because luckily, I had enough shit for them to steal from me to make them happy. Wow. So, yeah, I paid a lot of money on my lawyer, and I basically ended up giving them fucking... It it cost me over $100,000 in fucking the shit that they stole from me and... Some of the stuff they stole was priceless, like a fucking... I built a truck in my garage, like, complete fucking ground-up fucking truck. Built all the suspension parts, like, I didn't build the tires and the rims, but... I just wonder, I mean, like, why why pay them all that money, you know? So I, mean, I don't want to go to jail for eight years, because I'd be getting out of jail right about now. And this was back in 2010. Yeah. Yeah, that's worth it. Just, so, I mean, I mean it is what it is. They're just the biggest all... fucking gang yeah, around. I know. It's the same I, yeah. thing it is now. It's the same thing that's going down now, except yeah. I got quarterly fucking payments. Mm-hmm. That, that's the only no, difference is yeah. now yeah, that they're now stealing the my money quarterly and fucking <laughs> yeah. even down to daily. Like, and it, it comes from every fucking direction. Like, there is so many people out there with their hand out that are fucking, oh, you must do this because we have this 
little stamp on our piece of paper here. Yeah, it's craziness. Absolute fucking insanity. Right. But anyways, yeah, so then I moved out in the fucking woods. Get the fuck away from everybody. And then that was real fun. And then the liquor board licensed me at that property, but the county didn't. So then I had to get this beast down here in Enumclaw. Oh. And uh, built out another horse barn. Oh. With these two hands. Oh. Yeah, yeah. This is a fucking labor of love right here. Oh. There's, there, yeah, there was no, uh, I had a couple homies helping me and that was it. That's fantastic. Yeah, we don't have investors. We don't have fucking... No, you're just Mad Mark. I don't, I don't have money to, like, pay people to do all that shit. I just had to fucking do it. Yeah, I know And that. luckily, being a fucking black market grower, there was never an electrician to call. There was never a fucking drywall guy to call. There was never any of that shit. So you just had to basically learn to do that shit yourself. Right? Yep. Or suck at growing, you know? Yeah. Or get lucky, if you're not, maybe, that you meet somebody you could trade for. Maybe. Oh yeah, <laughs> that yeah. happens here and there. <laughs> yeah, but you gotta, you know, you gotta yeah. have the product. Before yeah, that's you can, true. <laughs> you know, chicken and egg kind of shit. You know, uh-huh. unless she can work out some kind of deal. Hope it's a real good buddy. Yeah, that's true. That. Hey, maybe three months from now, I'll give you some weed. Yeah, that's true. As long as she can come by and look at it every day. More, more so like four growing. months, depending. You know, and then there's setup time, so more like six months. You know, to get. But anyway. Well, what's your process like? No, we want to know. I mean, how long do your plants usually grow? How long do you, you know, what's, how long does it take to get some of your favorite strains growing? You know, what's the breadth of time that it takes? This is fucking Sparta over here. Like, they cooperate or die. Nice. Like, they don't get a fucking option. (laughs) They work around my time frame. Cool. And, uh, yeah, there's, uh, it's very little special treatment. And there's very much special selection. So, like, that shit is beautiful. Uh, oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so I've got a, a grower now, past couple of years. So that frees me up to just drive around and drop off weed and write emails. Do the marketing stuff. stuff instead of the growing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, but yeah, it's, it's actually really fucking fluid out there. Good. But not all at the same time. Rigid, but not. Sounds like the cannabis industry. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. So there's... The liquor control board. I mean, we're, we're dealing with living, breathing organisms out there. So, like, there's things that can happen. Which are as varied as humans, you know, to get back to what we were talking about earlier, just like, you know, er, not everybody needs special treatment. Well, everybody needs special treatment, but there's not enough time for that. You know, you kind of have to either gotta figure for, it out on your fortunately own. Fortunately for me, that plant don't cut, have a social you know? security number, I mean. so yeah, I can you just, you know, barcode. You know? oh, I don't know, it doesn't have a barcode though, so I mean, it <laughs> yeah. depends on where done. you draw that line. You know, that's what I'm saying. Maybe a hundred years from now, it. we're going to realize that, wait, all these plants and shit do have consciousness, and all these vegans have been murdering their entire lives. And they're down there murdering down more than we are. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I was I could like people. eat one deer for a while. You know, I got chopped down a thousand lettuces. Right. To yeah. get the same same amount of protein or well actually is there any pro- I don't even know. There I'm is just talking a lot of protein. Now. Is there protein a lot in lettuce? It's in chards. It's super, super I don't even know green. what that shit is that you just it's said. It's like a weed. 
No collard greens? Bitter style? No. No, no, no. southern experience. <laughs> no, I'm from fucking Washington. <laughs> no, for sure. But <laughs> yeah, so, uh, no, it's just like really bitter, dark greens that don't kill you. Have will have proteins, but no, they did a study. There was a study that was done. I heard it on a TED talk where they had had these trees that plants that they were growing, and they had put electrodes up or something to test their electricity on them. They had um, noticed chatter, so every time they talked about the plants, that uh, I saw Avatar. I know how that shit goes. Right. Well, what's funny is they had this lady. They they ended their study. They had this lady. They did a. Um, she grew the plants for like three months. She went back to New Zealand. She talked about cutting them down. The second she said it, the chatter on the plants went through the roof. When she said, kill them, the experiment's over, the plants freaked out. I put an Instagram post up a long time about that. They're supposed to die just like us. Yeah, yeah and for so, sure. so, like, they die and get honored and shit. So, how like, do you uh, The number keep... one word, like, when I was in charge of the garden over there exclusively, the number one word that was said in there was rape number one if anyone was in there and did anything that i didn't like i would just scream rape as loud as i could right 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 don't touch my fucking plants <laughs> yeah it was really bad it was a problem to work with me in there <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah you really couldn't do anything without getting yelled at yeah uh, yeah well like, that i mean it's that your leaf. product don't blow on it that way don't don't look at her like that. I had somebody <laughs> ask me about the cups that I used to make. Why don't you just get somebody else to do it? And I said, then it wouldn't be my cups. Anybody can just do whatever, but you spend your life or your time and cultivate something from your heart and your soul that's yours. You can't just, oh, let's have somebody else do it. And in five minutes, somebody can do it. That's just not how it works. Mm-mm. No, it's really hard. Everybody wants, it's just one of those things everybody wants to do it, but they really have no idea what it entails. Oh, I'll tell you what, I could grow it, but I never want to trim it. That was the annoying part. I just did not like the trimming part at all. I grew such awful, tiny Esau, I mean, but still, it was very annoying. I didn't mind the watering and the loving and the looking at and the taking pictures of. I thought that was fine. Hell yeah. <laughs> no, it is super fun. Um, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Getting super high at three in the morning and going to water. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Getting up at eight in the morning <clears throat> to go water the veg. That's right. That's right, there was a lot of watering involved, and I didn't have any water hooked up, so I was doing it all, measuring out the nutrients and everything with just a tub, you know, bucket. So, yeah, but it worked out. I just had a small tent, and it was worth trying. Fuck yeah. No, it's great. I encourage everybody to do it. Well, and then at some uh, point, there'll be a law that allows us to do it, right? And then we'll have the Ed Humes division. You gonna do seeds, Mad Mark seeds, for people when we start allowing them to grow? There are no dudes here. They're not allowed. <laughs> but maybe you'll have a special container that that's all there is is dudes for the day of seeds. I mean, that's a whole industry coming up, right? I try and grow really good weed. Yeah. I've uh, put a lot of people onto growing weed, and it's about a 95% failure rate. No. And that's not because of my bad instruction. <laughs> like, uh,. That's across the board. Other you, you talk to anybody, like the, anybody who is you know a, a grower who's been doing it for a while. People are like, "Oh, I want to do that," and then you show them how to do it, and they just it takes a lot. I don't you want another to, child. You, well, yeah, basically. I mean, that's what it is. Like the last fucking fifteen years of my life have been ruled by lighting schedules, and oh shit, I gotta leave now. Doesn't matter what I'm doing, I gotta go to the garden. A lot of people just. 
it's too much. It's too much for most people. It's too much for me at times. It's a dedication. And I like, not that I'm like special or anything. I'm like I'm like OCD or something. I think that's why I'm able to do it. That, that's probably like a characteristic of a gardener, is they probably have that in them. Because it's there's that much detail and there's that much shit that has to be seen to constantly. And the living, breathing organism that's depending on you to keep it alive in there. Miss a watering, miss, miss a pruning cycle, miss, you know. Get the light suffer. hours off just a little bit. As at, we well know. Yeah, as you, you know. As as you, you know so special it, needs comes out of those situations. All kinds of problems. Yeah, yeah. You, even, even a tiny light leak. It doesn't even have to be like a, a massive fluctuation in the hours or anything. Even if you just have enough light to illuminate the source like anything above moonlight or something is really going to cause problems well and that's what i think is so fantastic is we're talking about a weed that grows like a weed and there's the trucks and there's trucks it happens she edited that out or something yeah so it's yeah. massive edits oh yeah so we let's smoke a cigarette but i don't want to smoke one in front of a really what doesn't matter we're all adults yeah it's cool but thank you for the consideration that's very very respectful yeah it's all you sure yeah you can, you can i won't be put off in any way i won't either cool so yeah i think what i think is most interesting is that we're talking about a weed growing a weed it grew like a weed it just happens there's moonlight there's hot there's alaska where it's light all the time and then dark all the time and yet here we are cultivating so specifically to get a flower that you know i just i love that idea there's uh i mean we we go fucking overboard as fuck though that's the thing like that's what that that's what drives like the premium you know the, the premium price and the premium everything of the product is the is all of the effort that went into making the absolute best product it could possibly be yeah like in any environment like we have created the absolutely perfect environment for this plant to thrive in and uh gold metal outside <laughs> is not the you, you know like it, it'll it'll do great but like it's it's a it's different like we're, we're talking like laboratory and real world we all notice the difference in the store don't we indoor outdoor we're like I, oh outdoor how oh, can indoor. you fucking not yeah. i mean yeah like it, it's obviously like i've been doing this my whole life nobody back in the black market once medical came about medical came about in 98 so like it slowly phased in and you heard about some growers but it wasn't till probably about 2005 or six where it really got like popular popular and people were really starting to do it and at that point in the black market world you just could not get rid of that southern weed anymore all the outdoor cali and like the the brick weed from mexico that shit went out before i was even fucking smoking that got replaced by the cali cali outdoor and then the people up in canada had the triple a coming down from canada and being right here in Seattle on the I-5 corridor, we're like in the perfect spot to just intercept those packs. So I think that it's funny because I remember when we got a lot less Humboldt County and a lot more Canada. And it was more intermittent and less good. 
Oh, the Canada? Yeah, I you thought... Li- oh, shit. It, fucking... That was the first time there was specifically sativa and indica, and I would get furious when I got indica, because you had, knew a guy who knew a guy, so you didn't always know what you were going to get. They didn't know what they were going to get. Nobody knew anything. And indica doesn't have the same effect as sativas do, and I didn't know at the time. So you're an ounce in, you know, and you're just like... Ugh. And you get mad. You're like, ugh, even though it wasn't, you know, you don't want it. Like, Give me three days on anything, and it's going to not have an effect. Yeah. Doesn't, yeah, I've got the, my chem dog, like, fucking, if I haven't smoked it in a long time, if I smoke it, it'll just make me pass the fuck out. <laughs> and then, like, God. the next morning, I just, like, I'll just won't even hear my alarm and just won't even get up. But if I smoke it for three days, it stops having that effect. So, yeah, I don't know. I think that's a lot with everybody because everybody said, I want the highest THC, I need the chronic, I need this, I need that. And I think it's a lot to do with the fact that you just need to rotate and yeah, try to stay just, low. They're just fucking misinformed fucking lemmings is what they are. Everybody's new. Everybody doesn't have a chance to know what's going on yet, and so they're excited to be in on the hype. We, well, myself certainly, as a store manager and bud tender, you know, we are the educators, you know, like I always tell people, and as we said here, you know, we're not, we're not doctors by any stretch, but, you know, I've seen... 500 people buying weed almost every day for the last three years. <laughs> so I've seen a lot of people smoking weed and I know how they're doing, you know, what's going on with them a lot of the time, you know? And I've seen the impacts and the the patterns and the differences and the, the spectrum of cannabis users. And it's it's I've sold weed to everybody. Yeah, I've yeah, been selling vast. fucking piles of weed for 18 years. I've sold it to lawyers and doctors and pro athletes and singers and all yeah. the fucking homies yeah. and their yeah. homies and their yeah. homies and their homies and the list is fucking endless. Like yeah. cancer patients and fucking all sorts of people with medical conditions and people with Crohn's and stomach ailments and friends especially. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm like the voodoo doctor. <laughs> did you get any special treatment at Slightly Stupid Show? Did you get to go backstage, see anybody, meet anybody? Did you do anything with name trade? Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, Amnesia and Grape got invited backstage, and I just fucking rode their coattails back there. That is so <laughs> awesome. Mark, I was hoping that is great. Yeah, it was super dope. Yeah, fucking uh, smoked out with Patch Dog That's from so Stick great. Figure. Fucking ate some cookies and rolled some joints and shit after the yeah. show. Yeah, right super, on. Super, super chill. That's right. Yeah, just, that guys, is off the hook. They're fucking rad. That's good. That's good. I'm yeah. so glad. That's what I was hoping for. No, yeah, they were they were dope. Yeah, it was actually an incredible weekend. And then Saturday, I took the day to just fucking handle shit at the farm and do stuff over here, a bunch of paperwork. And then Sunday, I went down to DFO in Oregon, What's which DFO? is... Uh, it's like a glass blowing event collaboration competition type that thing. That sounds fun. Is that where you got that, or is that already been? Yeah, no, actually, yeah, I did get this down there. This is a glass hole pendant. Yeah. <laughs> fucking, uh, this guy is pretty cool. Like, uh, he does a lot of cool dab rigs and stuff, and I always try and have a. Uh, just fucking, I don't know. Like, so, they fucking, I don't know, they did it to me. They got me hooked. An addiction on buying this fucking glass. <laughs> it's been going on for fuck at least ten years now. Everybody needs a hobby. Yours fits in with your lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, it. right. Everyone needs an investment holding as well. <laughs> I talked to uh, your guys out here this morning about how the 
investment in like a house at this point is definitely decreasing in as these generations, these younger generations get older and a nomadic lifestyle is definitely more appealing and and investing in art is really coming I don't I don't know if it's right to say that it's coming back around, but it's definitely coming up. So I'm always ahead of the curve. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> well yeah, you've been doing this for ten years, you know. I would say it's it's you know, it's the the kids in their twenties, the kids in their younger thirties, the you know, that have just like totally adapted a oh, nomadic lifestyle. This generation is projected to make less than their parents did, right? Yeah. So that's gonna be a fucking hard hit too, cause like they're looking at a fucking degradation in lifestyle where they're gonna go, they're gonna experience like hardships that they'd never had before. It's gonna be all kinds of crazy, yeah. And who the fuck has a million dollars to buy a fucking house? Exactly. All the empty houses, you know, there's more empty houses than homeless people in this country. Fact check, fact check me. so annoying. I mean, it's just annoying. It's really unnecessary and annoying. Totally. But, you know, I think I've done kind of enough politics for the day. <laughs> okay, so I'm not even touching that. Just, <laughs> just back to real quick. Yeah, go ahead. Um, well, I was going to yeah. go ahead and ask, uh, go ahead and tell us your favorite personal cannabis story. I know you have a ton. You've told us a bunch of awesome stories and implied a bunch more. Okay. But if I you got have a, a fucking, favorite I got a fucking heart warmer you for you. Okay, so... This one is nothing quick that happened, but it's like uh, something that I noticed throughout an 18 year period. And uh, my mom was one million percent against cannabis, like hated that shit, like with a passion, like it's the worst thing in the world, better not do it. Like basically like ruined our relationship for a long time. And uh, after she saw benefits after hearing all that shit in the news and having her black sheep son who is now a little crazy but I'm not like super crazy or Bad anything night. like I'm still <laughs> functional you know I think you're functioning quite well <laughs> yeah it's all right I mean it's you're running right. a business in a brand new industry and you're keeping up with the big dogs and you're doing it by yourself so I don't know maybe not you're right by I got a team here. you have a team but you don't like you say here. have a huge investment pile behind you just put money into everything you built it from the ground up and you've done and sweated and labored and loved it to it's, the point yeah I really got a my grower is fucking killing it out there like I don't even have to worry about that anymore like Hats she off. came in and fucking adapted to the room and adapted to my new schedule and everything and brought you know was she a and, grower previously? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, definitely, definitely. And then, uh, so she she already knew. She already had, it, it's like cooking, you know, everyone has their own little fucking salt for the soup. Yes, of course. You know, and so that, that was like one of the main challenges is keeping the soup the same. For sure. And she's fucking crushing it out there. And then I have a, a key dude out there in processing who's been here for three years. Mm -hmm. He was like one of the first employees and then... He actually got in a really bad car accident, was in the hospital for fucking months. That's horrible. And, uh, yeah, he came back from that and fucking has excelled further from there. So, really, without, you know, like, 
without that help in there, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing on my side. So it's, it's really, it takes a fucking village to grow some weed. It really does like, to do any business. And that's one of the reasons why we talk about this as a perilous production, because it's difficult to create a consumable. It is the hardest thing in the world to make a product that people literally go up and smoke. That's the best thing. You're going to need more tomorrow. That's right. But it's a hard thing to keep up with needing more tomorrow is what I'm like saying. Hair, like haircuts and toilet paper. That's right. Yeah, feeding people. <laughs> that's one of the things that is so difficult about and wonderful, but difficult about being a chef. People want to start eating as soon as they get up and they want to eat until they go to bed. And that they want you to be there to do it for them. It's a lot of work. I can cook up a mean-ass peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> yeah, keep you going. <laughs> What's your preferred peanut butter? You know, I like that fucking fake ass roasted honey nut Skippy, I think it is. Is it Skippy? Yeah, yeah. Like when I get those weird ones from the store when it's all separated and I gotta mix it up, I'm just not feeling it. No, it's not enough salt and it's not roasty and it doesn't hold like the bite. I, grew, I was a GIF kid. I love Yeah, GIF. I grew up on that fake shit. Oh. Like, I'm not changing now. <laughs> I moved into the fake because I can't have the other. I grew up on the other and I loved it. That's funny. Yeah, I, I love me some GMOs. <laughs> <laughs> and gluten's, remember? Yeah, you you can't when do I go to the grocery store, I'm not getting that little scraggle fucking broccoli. No. I'm going to grab that big, giant, pumped up fucking juiced one. <laughs> Just because, I don't know, <laughs> mental happiness or whatever. I feel better about that one, so it turns being better for me. That's right. Yeah. And that's what we talked about earlier, I think, with cannabis. You know, if you even just have a placebo. Isn't that a fantastic way to feel better? It's, yeah, you nailed it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Just be, just be happy. Nobody gets to live forever. Have fun while you're here. Fuck it. That's right. Take I don't want to spend my whole life trying to prevent dying. I want to live. That's right. <laughs> right into it. Go into the light, wherever it is. I follow yeah. it. I follow wherever I can go That's into the light. Speed and riding motorcycles and snowboard and fucking go kayak without a life vest and shit. Fuck it. Can't help Do it. Do it. That's why I grow weed in the first... If I didn't have that attitude, I wouldn't even be here. That's what got me here was the fuck you don't tell me what to do attitude. Like, do what I want. You know? Unfortunately, now I'm fucking old as hell. <laughs> and, uh, you know, being a fucking old illegal drug dealer is not, like, the best look. <laughs> you know? Does this industry make you feel old? Oh, um, like Holy shit, yeah. Speaking yeah. of... I, I mean... <laughs> I mean, that that's that's a whole crazy road that we didn't really touch. But yeah, I mean, I I, I feel like fucking Obama or any other president that's yeah. just got the fucking world on his shoulders. Cause like, this shit's crazy. It's a game of stones out here. There's so many fucking angles and levels and just fucking fuckery going on. It's insane. Front lines. Yeah, for real. It's Front a fucking lines. battlefield out mm -hmm. here. Front lines, this industry. How did you get the sales going as well as having to do the growing? Did you have enough contacts to get you started to keep you stable and then grow from there? Or did you really... No, nah, I, I just had the fire. Yeah. I just fucking had that loud-ass weed and people wanted it. And then my packaging came online and fucking people were complaining about the packaging being boring. So I stepped the packaging up and then, you know, I just... Just as things would come up, I would just address them, you know, so it just, it, uh, it kind of spread on its own. That's, that's kind of one of the, I'm looking at getting salespeople now. That's kind of like, that's like my limiting factor right now is the moment is just like, 
there's just so much saturation out there and there's everyone has a team of people out there screaming at, in fucking buyers faces you know so like i need to like i need to step my game up and get on that get up on that level of where right so i'm not getting all these calls and shit talk to that <laughs> that's gonna be a re- chat with you later message um, yeah forward and fuck yourself. <laughs> not selling weed to you in florida that's a phone call that i get always much. dude yeah. i get so many can you ship me weed emails yeah. it's yeah. fucking insane really? yeah. and i wish i fucking could yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Totally. yeah. i mean fuck yeah I mean, yeah, but we're, you know, we got the cameras and we got the traceabilities and oh, the, the system. system. It ain't my weed. And you don't even really get to grab your own flower. No, How it's, do you that's grow that. your... it's not my weed. <laughs> it's not mine. Uh, this straight up, that's how it is. It's yeah. like not mine. I can't do what I want with it. It's not mine. You it, have it, to go buy your flower yeah. from a store. Yeah. That's insane. Insanity. Yeah, I think that on it, I get the traceability and I respect the fact that you just don't want weed flying out. I don't see why it matters anyway. It's just a plant. But we could do it with anything else, tomatoes right. and zucchini and all of that, bananas. But anyhow, I digress. Yeah. I don't I don't understand why you can't take yours and sample it. However much, just put it on paper. This is how much. If you wanted to take a pound of it. I this. This is mine. See, yeah, this, is, this just... is where the Game of Stones come in. Because I have a fucking, I like, I could, I could talk about this for four hours, but we're just not. It's just, yeah, it's, it's just fucked. Yeah. It's fuckery. It, it's, it's so fuckery. bizarre that there are certain levels that don't take common sense in. And that's the thing that I find annoying about the whole concept of it all. It could be just so much less silly. And, and, you know, just get rid of what's ridiculous without having an ego. Oh, just like you said, when it comes up, I address it. So how about these have come up? Just address it. Just fix it. Let people sell their shirts. Let people be able to trace their own flower if they want to throw a party or if they want to pass out more than just the small sample or if they want to have a tasting event or something. You know, I mean, set it up, but allow people to share in a way that creates the ability to get your product out there a lot easier. We've come a long way. Very, very, very long way. Fast. Pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So, that's something. It is. It's just hard to change laws. That's the only problem that's difficult. Once a law is in place, that's great, but it's just hard to make a different law or to change that law. No, exactly. It's easier to reteach a new topic than it is to wipe information out of someone's brain. Mm-hmm. That's what we're facing with the THC numbers. You know? We so just, that's that's why I'm... I'm, I'm sending all my flowers out for terpene testing now because mm-hmm. that 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 is something that will be big in the future you know like wines and all that stuff you know like Tannin, alcohol percent is alcohol percent yeah. you know like it, it's not it's not a selling point not anymore correct and the same thing will happen like every, everything's still brand new you know, like the re- the reason the THC came about is just because of how the stores are structured. You can't you can't interact with the product in any sort of way whatsoever, really. Right. Like it, it's it's locked down in a package. You you can't feel it. You can't smell it. You can't touch it. You can't take a sample of it. You can't. You know. So like, there's very very limited interaction. So really, all you have to go off of is what this little label says, and some labels say 30% and some say 12 and 
you you could like never guess which one is which. <laughs> it's the easiest way to tell strains apart. You know, it's not, but it is for the <laughs> average consumer. But I think it's that the education of the marketplace. Exactly. Is it the consumers that they'll? That's why I go out and I do vendor day sales. Yep. Where I'll go out and vendor I'll just I will just slash my prices and just basically give it away for free. Yep. Kind of some first hit free drug dealer stuff. And here you go, try it because. Yep. There's a major difference between those pricing tiers on there. And so a lot of people are just like, oh, $15, I'm never going to fucking spend that on a gram. And going blindly in it, you know, I, I wouldn't expect them to, you know, but if they, if they can get that gram and know that that's going to be a way better experience exactly. and that, yeah, they could get a $5 gram or something somewhere. I think I saw a fucking dollar gram somewhere. Even. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it's, there's all sorts of levels and people vote with their dollar and we'll, we'll see the only thing that's gonna, we'll just, we'll have answers later. You know, we'll, we'll see what happens. There, there's no way to force it. Totally. You know, it's, it's either, and hopefully it doesn't, doesn't go the way of shitty product for everybody which is I, I you know like it's That's bad we I would love to see a larger craft economy yeah. instead of having the craft people work into the mainstream business mm -hmm. like they're like for the people who want them for the Trader Joe shoppers and you know for the people who don't want to go to Walmart you know, there, there should be an alternative for them. We shouldn't force them all to go through. It's just crazy. Just a little more freedom is all that, you know, just what we, I went out of my way to get this license and put up all the cameras and put a barcode on every plant and track every little thing as it happens through the system. And I didn't have to do that, you know? So like, I'm still almost criminalized. Mm -hmm. Well, no, I am still criminalized and threatened, you know, like, they're, they're, we, we have enforcement officers. We don't have, like... Supportive officers. Su support, yeah, logistic support people or something, mm -hmm. or, you, you know, like, that's, that's kind of the, it, it's, the whole angle that we're approached from is from an angle of distrust, and they think we're up to no good, when in fact, we went out of our way to fill out these licenses and meet all these steps and you know fill all these permits and go through all these hoops and yet we're still demonized so that's got it's got to change at some point yeah craft for fair pricing and a big part of of that too is the tax you know washington has the highest marijuana tax as well you know if you didn't have to mark up 50% tax that would make a big difference in the price and the ability for that craftsmanship to be out there for the average consumer because again you know you vote with your dollar and and not even average you know high average someone who wants to smoke good cannabis and then there's the folks that just want to smoke you know cheap light buzz joints all day long well, so for you foresight know. for the future you're gonna experience you know probably more strain on our whole economic system in general if people are smoking a lower quality product mm -hmm. it's going to end up hurting people in the long run and then the duty of society is to then take care of those people since we are supposedly a civilized nation mm -hmm. we're supposed to care for each other and support the weak but 
which I'm not against, by the way. You know, I, I, I'm just not all about just like helping them stupidly. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. oh, here, here's some fucking somewhere to sleep for the night. You know, that shit don't fucking help. The whole the problem needs to be addressed and. So it's, it's a huge, bigger issue. It is. They just followed that? that book, Rat Utopia, and everybody would be in the same... They have these rats where they give them cocaine water or plain water, and they leave them in a cage, nothing to do. They all take the cocaine water. They put them in a utopia society where they have everything they can imagine, a family and cheese and places to live and things to muck through and whatever mice need, and they put a cocaine water in and all the rest regular water, and only like one mouse out of 50 or 250 or whatever the thing was on it. But that was the only one that went to the cocaine water. It takes a village to keep you off coke. Mm -hmm. Just saying. <laughs> just saying, you know. I mean, when we, and just like you said earlier about sugar, it's the same thing. If we feed you super garbage food and you get no nutrients, you don't have any understanding of what's happening, you can't make any correlations. When you come out and you grow your flower and you have to get, tend the soil and you have to watch it from a seed and take care of it all the way through to give you that end result that you need, that nourishment at the end, whether it's that smoking cannabis or eating the tomato or whatever that may be you learn something so profound that humbles you so that you can live this magnificent life but you don't forget the importance of what brung us you know the earth is not here for us we are here because of the earth nah this is a little temporary sitting pad we're on right now that's what i'm saying about though if it wants to kiss us up soon, <laughs> mars and beyond we're not i don't think I we have the capacity that we could get to space <laughs> i said we haven't okay fair <laughs> i don't think we we're getting i don't think as a general society we we're on the upswing of getting a lot smarter for space I think we're probably getting a little bit but more the fucking Tesla the dude's fucking doing big things. You know, that that's where... Oh, love me some Elon Musk. That, you know, like, it's... No? I just hate anyone with that much... Not hate, but I don't trust anyone with that much power. You know, I just don't trust him. But you know, I do we, think he's doing good stuff. You know, he's I'm doing not good saying stuff. he's not doing good stuff. He's making batteries, you know, though. But he's got, he's got <laughs> fanatics. And, and those with batteries, the fanatics, I hear if you take those batteries, of. you can power, like, underground grow layers with them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your next step? The above ground just for looks and the below ground for the real stuff. <laughs> nah, shit. So, so are you going to do this forever? Is this what Mad Mark's going to do? Or are you going to wait and let somebody buy you out? You have that opportunity. This is that kind of market. We know this is a potential that's coming up for folks, you know, that are small growers. I don't know. It is a labor <laughs> of love, but it is a labor. It's nearly impossible to make a plan in this industry. True that. Like, who knows what's going to happen. It could go legal tomorrow federal you know well not tomorrow yeah, but we you get, know it could get serious about it though. real tomorrow quick. you know or you know yeah well definitely. and it was they just fucking they were just talking yeah, about yeah. that state's rights where they're basically like okay we need to fix these we need to fix the taxes we need to fix the fucking banking because mm -hmm. we're still filing 280 forms which is ridiculous since we're state licensed businesses selling product to other state licensed businesses there's no reason that we should fall into that classification. Mm -hmm. You know, so big things are coming. And forever coming when it revolves around the money, for sure. So you did um, your logo. You kind of evolved it as you went, talking about evolution. And you have some things that are strain specific. Who did your art? How'd your art come about? So I know a lot of 
folks are big fans. They follow you religiously, if you will. And yeah. you know, and yeah, you've got right. your you've got session and all that. Yeah, yeah, and you've got Kush Twenty One's got your art on the side of the building, so that's yeah, pretty fun. Kush Twenty One does have that up there for yeah. sure. Yeah, how did that happen? Um they just loved it on the package and they you know, I introduced them to my artist and your artist graffitied it on the wall? Yeah, definitely. Nice. Yeah, That's that was great. That, Derek's Derek's fine handiwork. Yeah. It How is, come you haven't got it all over the barn? Just to keep it a little more private and quiet. I'm poor. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You didn't have him practice I mean, all no, of his art on your wall. No, so actually actually yeah, the the last session came from I was gonna have him do a mural. Yeah. In the processing, but things are I don't plan on being here forever. Got it. So, you know, the, I, I've, I'm in the struggle now of trying to work in some kind of expansion. And, uh, are you a tier one, two or three? Well, I'm a tier two. So I have a 10,000 square foot license, but currently I am only allowed to do 2000 square feet in the local zone I'm in. So I have this to, this was already uh, your second effort at it as well so now you've really got to find yourself somewhere that allow you to get that 10,000 feet yeah wow yeah well I've been I've been looking all around I almost got into a warehouse I'm glad I didn't do that because that probably wouldn't have worked well with the market crash that happened because I would have been coming online right around then oh my and that would have been problematic because I was uh would have been counting on those funds to help progress the project right you know so yeah, that that uh, could have been could have been bad. So, I mean, smaller smaller at this point is better because like when we have a bad month, it doesn't matter. That's cool. Yeah, you because know, we don't have a million dollars in bills due that month. I mean, it sometimes feels like that, but <laughs> it's not. You know, it's not as crushing as it can be with a larger operation. Are you gonna grow wholesale? Are you gonna do any for uh, brand names like a Marley or a Willie or somebody? Did I've considered it. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely considered it. Yeah, yeah and I've, I've been talking to a couple of those companies about something like that. It's just figuring out the, you know, all the logistics of it. How, when, <laughs> how, when, why it's going to happen. Right. All, all of those things need to be addressed. Yeah, that's good, so, though. But we, we, we've been working through it, and it's kind of the guys out there in processing, they've, they've got it pretty handled to where we can we can cycle through everything we can grow in a month. As long as, as long as I'm doing my job right and selling it all, yeah. yeah, yeah so, yeah. well, and then that's part of it. If you're selling it, you can sell it to retail, and you can wholesale to retail, but also wholesale uh, to another processor and allow them to put your stuff through. And I think that's maybe not a bad idea. Grow a one or two very nice specific things to keep the bills paid, right? Mm -hmm. I don't know. <laughs> no, definitely. That's definitely something to consider for sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, don't do it. Well, I mean, and some people may want to go in that direction or not. It's all just a business plan, you know, if you want to share. Yeah, it. no, definitely. I mean, and there's uh, there's definitely wow. benefits to teaming up, you know, like a village, right? Yeah. <laughs> it takes <laughs> we're a huge, you know? Cannabis is a huge part of the economy now, and that's what we're talking about, you know, the culture, how this is affecting your community every single one of us indeed, indeed. well we look forward to yeah. seeing you around for quite the time to come thank yeah. you for interviewing with us yeah for sure yeah. Uh, thanks you guys for coming over it was fun yeah, birds are chirping still got some sun so heck yeah got the rest of the day ahead of us to enjoy i know it's so great
All right, so shirts? Thanks for having us. Yeah, let's do it. All right.